Hey, 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 episode 15 of The Angry Dinosaur, Kate here, and this is going to be the last episode of 2021. It's madness. I can't believe how quickly uh, the year has flown by, but just wanted to uh, use this episode really just to kind of reflect on things that have gone on this year and also to, to look at what 2022 is going to bring. So... Hope you've all had a wonderful Christmas. I had a lovely Christmas. Um, was really nice, quite relaxed and got spoilt as usual. Had some lovely, lovely gifts. So thank you, everybody. Um, lots of dinosaur related gifts. You'll be pleased to know. So they went down a treat and um, my dinosaur office is looking pretty good, if I do say so myself. We'll get some uh, get some photos up on the Insta page soon at the Angry Dinosaur Podcast. Give it a follow. Why aren't you already? Do it. Do it now. Well, don't do it now. Listen to the podcast, then do it. Um, but yeah, hope you all uh, hope you're all doing okay. And um, anyone that's finds this sort of time of year difficult, um, hope it hasn't been too much of a struggle, and that you've you know had support around you. Um. Just quickly wanted to say that I, I signed up earlier on in the year to be a campaigner for Mind, and um, it, it's not something that I've been sort of able to actively get involved with too much. Uh, it was towards the end of the year that I signed up, so uh, yeah, really looking forward to looking at um, what's going on with them soon, um, and yeah, just. Uh, really pleased with some of the work that they've done. I received an email from them the other day and uh, was, you know, sort of highlighting some of the work that they've done. And one of the things that really stood out was the sort of walk-in mental health hubs that they're looking at. And, um, you know, so you don't need an appointment and you don't need referral. Um, You can just kind of, kind of walk in and get help that you need. And I think that's I discussed it in one of my uh, early episodes, I think. I think it was something that Stephen Fry had mentioned. And, you know, of course, as with everything, there's there's pros and cons. I think, you know, the, the referral process is, is tedious. And uh, I think it, it lets us down at times. It, it's far too sort of long. And, uh, you know, if people are really struggling and really desperate, they, you shouldn't have to wait that amount of time to to get seen and you know it's nobody's fault in in terms of you know it's not the NHS's fault they're they're really understaffed and underfunded and it's just very frustrating that you you kind of pluck up the courage to to seek help and actually get passed from from pillar to post and you end up waiting months to to even see somebody so uh yeah I mean it's I've just got this kind of vision that they'd, they'd just be absolutely inundated and, and would we be back to square one in terms of not being able to, to kind of cope with demand for them. But it's definitely, you know, a, a good good idea. Obviously, how how they work and, and how they're managed is sort of another another question, I guess. But, but definitely progress there. And... Um, yeah, that you know, some some really positive work being done. You know, lots of kind of letters being written to MPs and and you know lobbying for for changes. So, really, really good work. I will 
sort of have have a look in depth at that and what's going on and, and hope to get on board more and get more involved because it's obviously something that I'm I'm passionate about and that I really really believe in um but yeah it's just good that people are recognizing that you know there needs to be more support and more more help out there but as I said uh last episode of 2021 and let's just have a little look back I think it's natural at this time of year as we approach the end of a year that we reflect on what's happened and the things that have come and gone throughout the year and on a personal level I've done a lot of that and I can probably say with certainty that this year has been the most difficult one of my life. I I thought I had everything. I thought I had everything I'd ever wanted. I thought I'd settled into a relationship with who I thought was my lobster. We had talked about our future, made plans, you know, um, discussed our family and what that might look like and, you know, planned to to get married and had lots of exciting things planned. Um, And what felt like overnight that, that got taken away from me and it's been really really tough it's been horrendous um there have been times where I thought I wouldn't make it to the end of the year and that's that's genuine belief that I, I didn't think that I would and when I say I hit rock bottom I I literally remember lying on the the living room floor sobbing uncontrollably and begging begging her to stay in my life begging her not to to end our ship and uh, I mean that's, that's a horrific thing to do and an an absolutely horrific place to be in and that was Marley um I'm not sure what he's just done there but it looks very startled <laughs> apologies um yeah and uh, you know you should never beg somebody to stay in your life that's it's not one of my finest moments not something I'm proud of and I, I was in an absolute mess. I, I'd hit rock bottom. I, I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't want to be alive anymore. I, I felt like I, I needed to be sectioned. I honestly thought that I, I would be at, at one point. I was scared. I was. I felt alone. I felt all of these awful, overwhelming feelings. And the one person that I needed to be there for me and, and, and needed to sort of helped me through that, didn't want to know and had completely shut down and was behaving in the most cold manner I've I've ever experienced. I've never known anybody just switch their emotions off and just be like, I don't care anymore, go, essentially. And it was the scariest time of my life. It was awful. Um, And, you know, I've had some incredible support from my family from friends from people that I've not even met that have listened to the podcast and have kind of almost been on this journey with me and I I, you know I can't thank you enough for that but in the in the most part I feel like I've I've actually picked myself up off the floor and I I feel like I've chosen to do that I've, I've made those choices I've chosen to 
to try and turn my life around and I've put a lot, a lot of effort in. I've invested a lot into myself and into trying to, you know, learn how to, to love the person that I am and to, to be okay with who I am and where I am in life. And I'm proud. I'm really, really proud of myself. And I, <laughs> I don't say that very often and it's not something I've ever really felt, to be honest. Uh, but I am proud. I'm proud that I didn't give in. I'm proud that when I was sat at that train station wanting to end my life, I'm, I'm proud that I chose to keep fighting because it, it's been really, really hard. It's, it's been the toughest battle I've ever fought, but I, I chose to carry on and that was my choice and I chose it. And I chose to start this podcast. I chose to go back into education. Um, and I am proud and I know that, you know, I've I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. I know that I've done some things that I'm not proud of. That's in the past now and, and you know, I'm becoming a different person. I'm becoming a better version of me and the and I'm aiming to be the best version of me. And I think we can all continue continuously grow. I don't think we ever necessarily reach the best version because I think we've all got room to to develop and to grow. But I'm I'm working and I'm heading in the right direction. And yeah, I, I I hope that you know the the people that saw me go through that and that have seen how I've been in the past. I hope that they're proud too, and I hope that they can see that this is a journey that I'm on, and and it's something that I'm really really invested in. And I hope that I have made them proud because I haven't done an awful lot in my life to warrant them being proud. So um, yeah, I hope that you can see how much I've I've put into this and, and, you know, how difficult it's been for me to share some experiences and to share my thoughts and feelings on various things and, and how open and honest and, and candidly I've spoken about my life and my experiences. And actually, you know, it's benefited me in a huge way. I feel like a massive weight has been lifted and I finally feel like I've got hope. I feel like I I can be the person that I should be, the person that I, I was destined to be, if you like. Um, but yeah, there's lots of exciting things, you know, I've, I've lots and lots of plans going on with the podcast. As I say, I've gone back into education. So yeah, currently working on my, my first assignment um, for a psychotherapy degree. And, and that's really exciting and something that I've wanted to do for a long time, but I've never actually believed in myself enough to do it. And I... I do believe now. I do believe in myself. I believe that I deserve to have a good life. I deserve to be happy. And, you know, I'm, I'm heading in the right direction. I'm definitely getting there. I've met some absolutely incredible people this year. And I, I, to a certain extent, I do believe that things happen for a reason. And I know that had had I not have reached that point where I was lying on the floor sobbing, begging someone to, to stay with me, had I not have hit that low and hit rock bottom, I wouldn't have done a lot of the things that I have done. And I wouldn't have met a lot of the people that I've met. And I've met some absolutely incredible people that I hope will remain in my life for, for a very long time. Um, But yeah, so that's that's been my year, really. There's also been the kind of weight loss journey that I'm on. Um, I've lost somewhere in the region of about four stone, I think now. Um, and I'm, I'm not happy still with, with my appearance and there's still work to go. I'm still working on my fitness. I'm still working on 
you know, my general kind of health. But yeah, again, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that too. I'm proud that I've continued it and that I've stuck with it because actually it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And initially it started off in a really unhealthy way. I just stopped eating. I felt so awful after the breakdown of my relationship and the fact that, you know, this person that I thought was was my lobster had jumped straight into another relationship. I, I felt like it must have been me and, and that I was this awful person that wasn't, you know, I didn't feel attractive in any way. I didn't feel good about myself in any way. I just felt awful. I felt horrendous and I, I just stopped eating. Um, I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. I was just an absolute mess. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, still probably not the healthiest. I'm still not eating enough, I don't think, but I'm, I'm really working on that. And I've got a sort of planner that I'm working through. I'm actually going to do an episode about this. So I don't want to talk about it too much, but, um, yeah, much more sort of healthy habits creeping in. Uh, and that's something that I'm continuing to work on. But again, it is a journey and it is a work in progress. So what does uh, 2022 bring? Let's have a look at that. So what does the new year bring? Well, I've set myself lots of goals and targets and I've never really been one for New Year. I've always been all about Christmas and New Year's kind of just you know, it's just been another day for me. But actually, this year it feels quite fitting to really say that, you know, I'm on this journey and this is, I guess, a new chapter. So I've set lots of, of targets for the, the podcast. I aim to release an episode a week and that's going to be on a Monday. So uh, that's my aim. I've got lots of people that I'm going to talk to and interview Um which is really exciting. I've just been booking some of those in, into the diary uh, earlier today. So, yeah, lots and lots to come where the podcast is concerned. I've set myself some targets in terms of sort of, um, you know, Insta followers and and how many plays I get on the podcast. I'm not going to share those with you, but I have written them down and it's something that we'll discuss sort of later on in the year. As I say, I've gone back into education. So, yeah, currently working my way through my first assignment. Um, so that's that's exciting. Also quite quite daunting, quite scary. But, uh, yeah, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time and, and not felt that I'd had the confidence to kind of take that leap. So that's really, really positive. I have just signed up to uh, to park run. So I'm going to start doing park run Um I don't want to say every week. I'm not sure if, if you know, the commitments will allow me to do it every week, but I'm going to try and do that as often as I can. I want to try and also get a couple of uh, events in this year, running events. So, uh, yeah, it's still very much on the kind of fitness drive. Um, I've set some various targets for the kind of weight loss and the, the fitness. And again, we'll kind of discuss those as, as we go through the year. I have set some just sort of general sort of well-being goals really like I need to drink more water I'm really really terrible at, at, at drinking water I don't consume enough at all so that's one of my goals and I'll be monitoring that 
I'm also trying to cut out fizzy drinks. I drink far too much uh, Coke Zero. So, yeah, I'm trying to sort of limit that and, and cut that out. Um, we spoke earlier about this kind of, you know, healthier eating and, and meal prep and meal planning and, and things like that. So I need to uh, get on top of that. That's one of my, my goals. I also want to do something for me every month so once a month just do something that I enjoy and something that I want to do and um, part of this kind of planner and and journal that I've been working through uh, there's a section where you can kind of set yourself rewards so I'm going to almost create a sort of mini bucket list and, and do something for me every month I think that's important um and other than that, just just my main thing is is to be happy, um, and you know whatever kind of brings that happiness. I am feeling much much better, and I'm feeling a lot more positive going into to the new year than I thought I ever would. As I say, I wasn't even sure that I would reach this this stage. So I'm feeling quite positive. I'm feeling quite good, and yeah, it's. It, you know, we all kind of say, oh, this is going to be my year. And and we've had, everybody's had an awful couple of years with pandemics and and everything that's been going on in the world. So I I don't want to, you know, throw that out there and say, oh yeah, this is going to be my year. But I am determined to to really continue to invest in me. And that's a commitment that I'm making. And that's a promise that I'm making to you all. I I'm still planning on doing my big walk. I'm going to have to postpone it. Uh, it was set for sort of January, but so quite a few circumstances that have just led to me not being able to to kind of get the training in to do that and and to organise it in time. So I am going to postpone that, but I will be doing that at some point. Uh, I will obviously tell you all about it as as and when I know more. And yeah, just continue to talk about mental health and and to try and end this stigma um it's i think we've come a long way so we i think you know general public we, we we have come a long way people are becoming more aware of mental health and and people are talking a little bit more about it but there is still such a stigma and there's still such a like an elephant in the room isn't there with when where mental health's concerned and it just shouldn't be the case it should not be the case at all it should be something that we talk about it should be something that we're proud of because actually having mental health struggles and if if I could I, I can't explain the way I felt all those months ago when I I had a breakdown I, I can't actually physically explain that to you and you know obviously the, the lobster went through that with me she will have seen it my my family saw parts of it but I it was almost like a physical pain it was I I, I can't I can't put it into words but it's it was the most horrific feeling I've I've not felt like that for I have felt like that in the past but I've not felt like that for a long long time and it just felt like everything was closing in on me and I I had nowhere to go and I didn't know what to do 
I was scared. I didn't trust anyone. I was paranoid. I thought everybody was out to get me. Um, and I wouldn't wish that on, on anybody. I wouldn't wish that feeling on anybody. But it, you know, it, it's okay to talk about it. It's it's okay to, to go to those places and, and to feel those things. And actually, you know, as I said, I'm proud. I'm proud of the fact that I've come through that and I've come through the other side. Why should I not talk about it? Why should I be embarrassed by that? You know, if if I'd have been battling a, you know, sort of terminal illness or, you know, a, a serious illness and, and I'd have fought it and I'd have, you know, recovered from that, people would be kind of, you know, praising that and, and be happy about that. And it's something that we talk about. So why not talk about it when it's mental health related? It's, it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's an illness. It's a condition. It's something that we can't control. So, yeah, just urge you all really just to talk more because we all suffer. I don't believe there's anybody that doesn't suffer with their mental health. And, you know, it's varying degrees. It's a scale. It's a spectrum, I guess. But I think everybody at some point in their life has or will struggle with their mental health and that is okay that's fine it's it's okay but you know don't hide it away don't don't be ashamed of it don't don't let it be the elephant in the room because it doesn't need to be and I think the sooner people realize that and the sooner people become brave and and share their stories and and normalize um mental health then you know it's going to make the world a better place. It genuinely will make the world a better place because we all just need to be kind. We all just need to be patient. We all just need to have empathy and compassion for the people. And it's difficult because, you know, we don't always understand and it, and it's hard. I personally like to understand things. I like to know why people do things and why I do things and, you know, why I feel that way and why other people might feel a, a certain way. But, you know, we don't always know and we're not always going to know. And actually that is okay. but we can still talk about it. We can still listen and we can still educate ourselves. And that's what it is. It's it's educating yourself. You know, talk to people. If you know somebody that sort of openly does struggle with their mental health, talk to them and find out more. Ask them questions. And I'm sure they won't mind because actually, you know, I'm I'm happy for people to ask me questions. I'm happy for people to sort of, you know, say, well, actually, I don't understand, you know, what, what does it feel like when this happens? You know, talk talk to me about this. Like, that's absolutely fine. I think we need to, we need to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, so, so that's really what my 2022 looks like. Um, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a bumpy ride. Um but yeah, of course, I'll keep you updated as as we progress through. And of course, I'm going to end on a poem. I, yeah, it's one of my favourite poems um, that I'm going to end on. Uh, I'm going to read that for you shortly. And before I do, I just want to say again, thank you all for listening. I... I've said it so many times, but it really does mean the world. I, I didn't ever envisage that the amount of people that have listened would listen. The feedback I've, I've had is incredible. The support I've had is incredible. You're all amazing. And 
yeah, just keep supporting, keep sharing, keep talking. And as always, my inbox is is always open. But um, yeah, hopefully big things to come. I'm really excited and uh, I hope you guys are too. And I just want to wish you all a happy new year. And for those of you that haven't had the best of years, you know, think of this as a new chapter, draw a line, be positive, you know, make plans, set yourself targets, set yourself goals and, and fight for them. Life is a battle. It's it's a fight. It's a war. You, you have to fight. You have to stand up and you have to fight. And as hard as it is, sometimes there's only you that can do that. So, you know, stand up and do it. You've got you've got this. Um, for those of you that have had a good year, I'm glad. And um, yeah, you know, continue that through to, to the next year. But yeah, uh, happy new year to you all. Um, I'll see you on the other side. So, as I said, it's one of my favourite poems and it's by Andrea Gibson. And I think it's just really appropriate for this episode uh, when we're considering new beginnings and new chapters and believing in yourself so yeah let's check this one out to whom it definitely concerns please accept this letter as formal notification that I am resigning from the position of my own worst enemy I've appreciated the opportunity to lower my standards so far they could win a limbo contest against a crumb I've been honoured to serve as the server at the banquet where I ate myself alive the day I was hired, I could never have imagined how many employee of the month plaques I'd acquire from breaking the standing record for standing in my own way. In this position, I've grown continuously like bacteria in an infection. I had no idea that holding myself back would be contagious. I would like to have a different kind of impact on the future company I keep. The scene I made during our last team building exercise woke me to the need for a change. I know the young people in the office are still shaken by my refusal to catch myself in the trust's fall. I apologise for that gory display. Moving forward, I'll be pursuing opportunities in another field, preferably one where break rooms are for resting and not for breaking promises to the person I hope to become. I fully intend to replace whatever dreams I shattered when I was beating myself up. I have no idea where I learned punching in was a literal term. If I had known better, I would have called in sick in the head. I accepted this position initially because I believed it came with the very best insurance plan. How could I fall to my death from the ground floor? Over the years, however, I've gotten increasingly familiar with the fine print of the benefits. Turns out there are no benefits when the copay is your life. I understand it's customary to give two weeks notice, but I've only got two minutes. And in those two minutes, I will, one, fire my inner critic or at least demote it to part time. Two, assure my passions have the tools they need to unionise with my actions. Three, sit naked on the photocopy machine so there are 100 copies of my ass to kiss when I'm gone. Though I suspect it won't bode well for acquiring a positive referral letter, it's important I state that I'm unwilling to train a replacement in this position. It's my suggestion that the job be eliminated altogether and that no future person take on the task. If I can aid in the transition, please let me know. Sincerely. Uh, yeah, love that poem. And as I say, I think it really fits in with the whole believing in in myself and, and feeling a lot more positive about the future. And I hope you guys can take something from that too. Thank you all for listening. Um, yeah, it's been one hell of a ride. Uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely on the up going into 
2022 and until the next time take it easy guys bye